Greg and Josh are not paid critics. They are not experts, nor do they claim to be. They are just two nerds that love to talk about internet shows. However, they're still going to tell you about what they think. So sit down, relax, and enjoy the latest episode of All Queued Up. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of All Queued Up. I'm your host, Greg Dietz, and with me always is my co-host, even though he's slightly less of a man, Josh Fisher. Hey everybody. <laughs> I was once a whole man, but now I'm <laughs> 75% of one. Oh, we like to we like to give each other shit here. We like to give each other shit here at All Queued Up. Um Guys, if you're new to the podcast, welcome. Also, we are a uh, internet streaming platform reviewing discussion podcast. I know that sounds like a mouthful, but it's the best way that I have to describe it, because what we do is we watch two shows on a streaming platform, Netflix, Hulu+, Plus, Amazon Prime, what have you, in their entirety, and then we review them, give them a grade at the end, yada yada, so on and so forth. Today's episode, we're going to be talking about the film on Netflix, the original film, uh, Mute, by director Duncan Jones, who also did Moon, and a, uh, I don't know, is it British? It's a British show, yeah, Kiss Me British. First? Yeah, Yeah, it's British. Uh, um, it's British. <laughs> it's, it's British. Uh, some of the content in both shows might be trigger-like part-ish thing. So, the, both of these both of these involve some heavy themes. Yes. Mature themes. Uh, also, we do spoil the... Well, I won't say the hell out of it. We do spoil talk a little bit. So, um, if, if spoilers are a big deal to you, definitely go watch it, come back and listen to the episode. See if your opinion on it matches ours. Um, and if it doesn't, if it doesn't match ours, or if it does, hell, I don't care. Uh, Josh, where can they uh, where can they go to let us know that they're well, they can matched? always they can always go to our Facebook discussion group and let us know what they think uh, where we have topics uh, discussing the things that we have covered you know what listeners think about those and they can find a link to that on allcuteuppodcast.com. yes they can also uh, I think after the summer. Guys, uh, Josh and I will be doing uh, a bit more in terms of um, doing little reviews and stuff on this page itself. Um, yeah, the summertime has been super busy for both of us. Yeah, yes. Also, guys, let us know if you want to hear re uh, reviews, like uh, written reviews or my little video reviews on things that have nothing to do with the content on the on the podcast. Like if you want us to do little anime reviews or movie reviews or... Hell, video game reviews, uh, let us know, and we'll definitely accommodate to that, because a lot of the stuff I do is not Netflix-based. Yeah, yeah, both of us are gamers. Uh, you know, I'm I'm a big toy collector. Uh, we're both huge consumers of pop culture, things like that. Yeah, yeah. And we have, uh, even though our opinions line up on a lot of things, we do have completely different interests in things, so... You know, let exactly. us know what you want. Yep. But yeah, we're gonna we're gonna dive right into the first show on the the two that we watched. We're gonna talk about Mute, which is a uh, about a two hour film uh, that was uh, 
completely uh, made with Netflix in mind. The reason I say that is because the other show, Kiss Me First, was actually like made for I think Sky. And uh, I then, think it was like, Channel Four. Channel Four. That's Channel right. 4. Yeah, yeah. But you know, it's going to gain more popularity because of Netflix buying it out or what the hell ever. Anyway, regardless, let's talk about Mute. Uh, Josh, right. go, ahead and, go ahead and give a synopsis on the show, please. <clears throat> the best way I can sum it up is basically Mute focuses, or is supposed to focus. On a bartender who does not have the ability to speak due to a boating accident as a child, the propeller uh, of the motor cut his throat. Obviously, he survived. But basically, his girlfriend goes missing early on in the film, and he is trying to track her down, and in doing so, he's taking on... The criminal underworld in doing so, in a roundabout way. Yeah. It's set in a futuristic Berlin. From what I saw on on the Wikipedia page, it's 2035. Yeah, it's supposed to be about 40 years in the future, roughly. 40? 2035? Oh, I was looking at... This this synopsis I was looking at here says Berlin, 40 years from today, a ro- roiling city of immigrants where East crashes against West in a science fiction Casablanca. Huh, yeah, I maybe didn't I, get that. Yeah. Maybe I looked at the wrong thing. I don't know. I, it, regardless, regardless of what this thing says, the, the future that they were trying to depict was um, very Blade Runner-y. Uh, the visuals definitely, Cyberpunk. yeah, the visuals definitely give you that, and I will say the visuals in this were good. Well, yeah, it's, I mean, it's, it's, yeah, that's, a, that's about it. Yeah. <laughs> this was, this was a convoluted pile of shit. I'm just going to say it. I didn't enjoy it at all. Um, I, I see, because that's the thing is I think for me. Paul Rudd's character, mm-hmm. uh, I actually found enjoyable to watch. Uh, I don't know if it's Paul Rudd's uh, uh, acting or chemistry, not chemistry, but uh, what's it called when you uh, when someone uh, charisma? Mm-hmm. I don't know. But Cactus was, I actually liked watching him do his thing. Was it convoluted? 100%. Was the little, like, twist at the end, like, it was fucking stupid, but it was also very predictable. A hundred percent predictable. Like it was that. That's why it was bad. It wasn't bad. It, they keep that in mind, guys. Like this movie wasn't bad because of the acting. Because arguably, no, the acting was the good. Acting was great. You got you got Alexander Skarsgård. You got fucking um, Paul Rudd, who who has zero lines in the movie until plot twist. He's given a voice box at the very end. Which you want to talk about? So convoluted. That whole part is super convoluted. He's only given a voice box so he can speak to apologize for this heinous act that he committed uh, during torture. It's fucking stupid. Here's 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 the biggest here's the biggest problem the movie has, Josh, is that it's the whole plot is convoluted, but it doesn't have a central focus because each no. character has their own MacGuffin, which is a very bizarre way to tell a story. Um, yeah, there was a there was a lot an, of 
you don't have a an antagonist. You th- this movie did the same thing that we had a problem with. What was a show that had uh, multiple protagonists? Um, oh, this is, this movie had the same problem to me that uh, Cobra Kai did, and it was it was too well, many. See, that's it the was thing. I don't, I, I don't think that you always have to have a protagonist antagonist setup. You know that just that that isn't a necessary thing for me. Although in this, there kind of needed to be. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Like that's that was a that was to me a problem with it that it didn't have that. It's just like okay, these are people, and this is how their world is interconnected. You know, and there really is no focus. The movie is called Mute because Alexander Skarsgård's character Leo can't speak, and you're supposed—he's supposed to be the main character, but he's clearly not the focus of the movie. Um, right. You know, th- Paul Rudd. It- Paul Rudd was great. You know, it's different to see Paul Rudd do something like this. You know, most people think Paul Rudd is more comedy and, you know, of course getting into the role of Ant-Man in the Avengers uh, in the Marvel movies here more recently, but Paul Rudd has never done a lot of drama. He's done a few things here and there, but not a lot that people, not what you associate with him primarily. True, but I would also argue that, like, a lot of funny people actually turn out to be fucking stellar drama actors. Oh, absolutely. I, I, I don't, absolutely. I mean, I don't get why that's a thing, but like everyone was like, I can't believe Robin Williams did such a good job in 20 hour photo or whatever the fuck it was called. One hour photo. One hour photo. And that movie is phenomenal. Yeah, I agree. Um, Mute, not so much. No. And, and <laughs> I think there, I think again, the biggest problem with why Mute sucked wasn't like, the the contrived setting of like a futuristic Germany, because well, the setting have, was fine. I have no the problem. Cyberpunk. Was, yeah, <laughs> the visuals were amazing. And there's so the much acting. That's really what, that's good. What, that's what I think. I, just, why I didn't hate it as much as you did was because yeah, the story wasn't great, but I feel like there was so much other good things about it. There were there were a lot of cool things. I admit, but. Ultimately, you know, I'm in something. Ultimately, I'm into something for you know storytelling, Mm -hmm. and the storytelling of this was all over the place and not very well connected. And it was what was connected. It was just like, oh, that felt so forced and heavy handed. Yeah, it's just well, something that didn't flow well at all. Something that always bothers me about... It was like about, a weak urine stream. Yeah, it was it something, that, flow. That, something that always bothers me about cyberpunk is the attitude of, like, how weird can we make this scene? Like, the one scene where I, I don't I don't remember the actor. I want to say it was one of the guys that was in The Hobbit, or it was one of The Hobbits in, in Lord of the Rings. Yeah, that um, was Dominic Monaghan. Yeah, Dominic Monaghan. Thank you. I could not remember his name. Uh, that whole scene was weird so fucking shit. bizarre. And disjointed from everything. Yeah, and it's just like, what was even the purpose for that character? There wasn't. It's like, he he had no... It's it's like, let's just throw... Here, let's make him dress him up as a geisha. 
and have these weird sex robots with spiky sexual parts and multiple orifices that he's into. How he was dressed, how it was funny, how he was dressed as the geisha bothered me less than his weird sex robots. And it wasn't that he had sex robots. It was how they looked that was weird. Exactly, exactly. Like I said, multiple orifices on the torso and then the big spiky um, impaling device, let's say. It it was yeah. like it was so fucking weird and like and I don't mind weird, I fucking love weird. This was like it 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 was weird to the point where it felt like a weird music video from the early nineties that didn't make it on MTV. Is what oh. the, it was, and so I, I yeah, there's just so this was much this was just it. weird shoehorned in for the sake of having something weird in there. That whole scene didn't need to be in there. Right. Um, I think I think originally there might have been a script where the little girl was the MacGuffin. Um, I can't mm. think of her name, but she Josie. Josie. That Josie was the MacGuffin, but I feel like Duncan Jones wanted to concentrate on the characters of the mute guy that I can't think of his name because they Leo. Leo, that's right. I was like they didn't say it a ton in the movie, but yeah, Leo and, and Cactus. And then, was it just me? Was it just me, Josh? Or did it feel really, really, really super shoehorned in that uh, Cactus's buddy, his war buddy, was Mm -hmm. kind of a pedophile? Like, didn't it seem like it it didn't need to be there and it didn't really fit into anything? Yeah. Yeah. It's just like, okay... How is he okay with being friends with somebody who is like this? Because but but also also it didn't it didn't do anything for the plot. Especially especially when he refers to him here, he's got his what roughly seven eight year old daughter who refers to him as as Uncle Duck and letting him letting her sit on his lap and you know if you know he's a pedophile, why are you even letting him around your kid? But yet here, the twist on that, the flip side on that, is turns out, oh, he's a murderer, and he murdered his daughter's mother just so she couldn't take him away from him, so he could, you know, get out of the country and go home with a new identity so he could be free from the military because he's an AWOL veteran. And he's just like, oh, God. Yeah, it's just a little bit too much going on, and it's like his moral compass when you find out what he's done, but yet he still has this strong moral compass when it comes to you don't touch kids. You know, like, okay, but you killed your little girl's mom. How are you any yeah, better? Yeah, it, yeah, yeah. It, felt, it felt totally out of place. The other thing, Josh, that drove me nuts about this movie is I love cyberpunk. I hate when mm-hmm. people think that cyberpunk suddenly means that new terminology gets to be put in place. Um, so one of the scenes that, that it bothered me because it was just bad writing, but the uh, Leo can't use technology or he doesn't know how to use technology. He's, um, yep. I mean, he, he's knows Amish. How, he knows how, but he's, he, he, knows, was, yeah, he was, raised, he was Amish. raised Amish. His mother was very, very strict Amish. And that's why the doctors, you know, you see in the opening scene of the movie, 
he needs surgery, we can repair, we can attempt to repair the massive tissue damage that is there. But if we don't, he will never gain the ability to speak. And his mother's like, he just needs to be home. God will heal him. Yeah. You know, um, I imagine that after he was healed up, he had a, he had his, um, what do Amish people have when they go out as teenagers? Oh, Rumspringer. Rumspringer. Yeah. He went out for Rumspringer. It was just like, this is better. (laughs) This is better than that. Fuck that. Yeah, um, but anyway, uh, he uh, the re- the reason he lives I bring up- in a very very technolog- technologically driven society. Yeah, um, so that first off is a weird is a weird uh, uh, thing to have, like just have him living in that world. Um, but mm-hmm. what makes it like worse is when he doesn't use technology, and someone calls him a techtard. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here with that bullshit writing. That's so bad. Like, that took me out of everything immediately. And I just went, oh, Tectard, really? Really? It's, I'm not even offended that, I'm not offended by any of it. If I'm offended by anything, it's the bad writing. <laughs> yeah, the writing was not great. So it's just, there's, and there's so much of that in this movie. So many moments where somebody says something completely like out of place you're just like what the fuck was that yeah um what's really funny is this movie has a fuck ton of awesome actors by the way for anyone that doesn't know like i said earlier there's um it's it's written and directed well i don't know if written but it's definitely directed by the same guy who did moon uh and if you haven't seen moon that's a fucking great movie um but it stars this was intended to be this was intended to be its spiritual successor yeah uh, which it's funny that it's a spiritual successor because that character is in the movie. I don't know if you caught yeah. it. Um, I yeah, he's, not. uh, do you remember I've the scene? I've never seen Moon, so. Oh, okay. Well, you should, because it's like, I don't know, it's, it's brilliant. Like, I really enjoyed it. It's, it's a little, it's a little, uh, 2001 Space Odyssey. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, the character's name is Sam Bell. And there's a scene where they're looking at a TV in a court case. And oh, Sam- okay. Yeah. I remember that. I remember the court case scene. That that it's court like, case I'm alludes to stuff like, in. No, I'm yeah. Sam Bill. Oh, I got you. Yeah. Nice little Easter egg. Right, right. But yeah, I, I just... <sighs> so why don't we move over to, to, to our grades? <laughs> so I don't think there's any more we could really bring up about this show yeah i mean the visuals were amazing the acting the you know the actors given what they were given to work with did a fantastic job but you know you can roll a turd in glitter it's still a fucking turd and this is going to be my lowest grade this is an f for me wow wow yeah this is an absolute fail I could not stand it. Uh, halfway through, I paused it. I was like, I gotta take a break from this shit. And I looked, I was like, I've got an, I'm an hour in, and I've got an hour and six minutes left of this. Oh my God, this sucks. <laughs> and I tried, I tried so hard to get invested in it. And it's just like the, the way the story is structured. 
It's just like jumping around, jumping around. I don't have a problem with jumping around, but when it's not tied together, dude, you're not Quentin Tarantino. You're just not. <laughs> you can't pull that off. There was no flow, no cohesiveness, terrible writing, terrible dialogue, uh, just terrible soundtrack. Shit that doesn't make sense. If you're a guy who is trying to live like an Amish person, you're not going to live in the middle of the city anyway and yep. use electricity in a, in a dwelling, you know, and yet still try to be a practicing Amish person. That's just bullshit. Right off the bat. That's just, eh. uh, it's just This movie sucked. Don't watch it. Don't bother. <laughs> Find anything better to do in two hours. Go get a root canal. Oh, yeah. Um, that, yeah. I 100% agree with you. It, it's not worth your time. It's not worth the effort. Uh, I love the actors in it. There's a bunch of people that were in Doctor Who that I thought was awesome. A yeah, bunch of, yeah. like, a low, Noel, like, Noel Clark, you know, Mickey the Idiot. Yeah. It's like, oh, cool. It's Mickey. Oh, great. Mickey's playing a douchebag in a shit movie. <laughs> this. Ugh. Well, and, 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 as I agree with you on almost everything you said, I can't give it an F because the acting is good. The, the um, acting is good. The the visual style is good. Um, mm -hmm. But everything else sucks. Um, so that's why it's not worth your time. If you're going in for a story, it's a, it's a fucking shit story. But because there are a few elements, there there was a thing, there was a thing that kept me in the movie, and that was essentially Paul Rudd's character. Um, so because of that, I'm giving it a D. Um, that's not a good grade by any measure, guys. Like, keep this no, in mind. No. That's, this movie fucking flops hard. It is bad. Um, and it's unfortunate, too, because of this, the, the fucking caliber that's in it. It's, but there's just too there's just too much bad that that like one of the big things about like Blade Runner or Altered Carbon, which are also cyberpunk, or even fucking if you want to go with video games, Deus Ex Machina, um, mm -hmm. is their fucking amazing soundtrack, like mm -hmm. stellar stellar soundtrack. There's a game coming out called Cyberpunk 2049 or 2099. Yes. 20 Twenty twenty seventy two or something. I don't know. Yeah, whatever. I want to play it, but I know it's going to have a stellar soundtrack. Uh, just because, A, the trailer has a fucking good soundtrack. Plus, people have talked mm -hmm. about the stuff they saw at E3 as a good soundtrack. Why do you have a fucking cyberpunk movie that has a bad soundtrack? Why? Why? No, it's, it's, there's no excuse for that. It's, the, it's, it's, no, it's Duncan, 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 um, the hell is his last Duncan name? Duncan Jones, was it? I want to say Duncan Jones. Jones? Regardless, stick to stick to different types yeah. of films. Because <laughs> yeah. Moon yeah. was good. I mean, Moon was good. Mute not Moon Mute is not good. So, um, all right, guys. Moon, so that's good, gonna be it. Bad. It's gonna be it for hmm. Mute. Uh, before we move on to Kiss Me hmm. first, um, guys, we have a Patreon. Did you guys know that? We have a Patreon that you can subscribe to. Uh, for anyone that doesn't know who listens to the podcast, uh, a Patreon is essentially a place where you can sponsor directly the content creators that you enjoy. As 90% uh, of the time, whatever facet somebody is using to produce content, 
it usually doesn't garner as much money as one would think, especially podcasting. Unless, of course, we're popular enough to get sponsors, which we looked at those numbers and we are far from that. We're getting there. Very slowly, but we're getting there. Um, but so, regardless, we didn't get in this to make money. We got in this to have fun because, you know... No, I'm not saying... Keep in mind, Josh, yeah, I'm, not yeah. saying, I'm not saying to make money. I'm saying to, to help us. Um, yes. That's, that's the whole point of, of a Patreon. You're, you're basically supporting the person who you like to make content. Um, yes, yes. There, I mean, there are, of course, other ways. You don't, like, again, we're asking. We're not telling by any measure. Um, we're also not begging, so there's that, too. But Yeah, it's just basically if you're in a position where you could help support the show and help sustain the show, by all means, we would appreciate it. Yeah. You becoming yeah. a patron. I mean, at the, at the end of the day, as long as I have a PC and Josh has a PC, we're going to keep doing the show. Oh, yeah. I just I just want to, uh, you know, keep delivering quality content and, you know, I like offering little perks uh, and some of the That's perks another if thing. you yeah, became a patron. Well, you know, if you became a patron, you know, we're recording on Wednesday. Uh you would get that. You would get access to today's recording today if you were a patron, instead of waiting until the Friday release. You would get at least one exclusive bonus show per month. You would have the opportunity to uh, help us choose what our topics are going to be during that exclusive show. You know, potential exclusive video content like uh, Greg's uh, brief. A uh, short five-minute video review uh, that he did of uh, Full Metal Alchemist on Netflix, the live-action movie. We could do more things like that as a patron bonus, uh, as right. a Patreon bonus. You know, uh, chat sessions uh, or hangout sessions on Google Hangouts, uh, things like that. With, um, and and just, one just of the things we definitely want to do is like a riff tracks or MST3K-inspired, uh, just ripping something to shreds, joke-style, joke you know, B-movie kind of cheese-fest thing. I guess we could do that with Mute. Oh, God, <laughs> we should totally do that with Mute. <laughs> because I think it could be done with Mute easily. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, very easily. So, that's, guess what? Duncan Jones, you made something that's Rift Tracks worthy. Congratulations. Congratulations. It's no um, Mono's Hands of Fate, but... <laughs> uh, and just to clarify, guys, if, if your you know, money is tight, which I get, because mine is as well, um, and you still want to sponsor us, there are a hundred ways to do that. Uh, word of mouth is probably one of the better ones. Or you can listen to us on Radio Public. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you listen to us on Radio Public, which is compatible with both Android and iOS devices, every time you listen to our show on a mobile device, it kicks a few cents our way. You know, it, it helps to, it's it's just a little bit, it's like every thousand downloads, we generate $20. Well, hey, that's not a lot. I would just leave it in there. You know, I'm not worried about that. It's just, uh... We we want to continue to deliver the best possible quality show to our abilities and by help supporting us and help 
helping us, uh, you know, discussing with us things that you want to hear from us. You know, we like that. It helps. We look yeah, at all feedback and uh, everything. Yeah, I mean, commenting on our on our shows, letting us know what your opinion is on something that you may have watched that we did, uh, so on and so forth. Like those things are definitely better than monetary gain for us. Uh, knowing that people are going, well, those two weirdos and their opinion is something I enjoy. So, but yeah, mm-hmm. guys, uh, just wanted to throw that out as the mid-roll. By the way, this section of the podcast, the in-between the two shows, if uh, if you want a quick shout-out, let us know. We'll give you a little bit of a little bit of a bump. That old, that old all-queued-up bump. The, <laughs> a, the AQU bump. Yeah. I got um, I, I am I am going to give a shout out to uh to the realm uh, the realm of collectors. I got to give those God, guys a shout out. Josh, why don't you just realm. marry him already? Yeah. I have made some great friends in the realm, man. Uh a lot of quality people there. It's a fantastic place. But yeah. Um I don't have anyone to shout out. So, you know, I guess let's move on to Kiss Me First. Um What a what a show. What a what a just excellent excellent little show. Josh, why don't you uh, give a synopsis <laughs> on the show? If you yeah. can. Well Uh Yeah, so Kiss Me Kiss Me First. Wow. Can I can I give can I give a quick synopsis on the show? Just just one word synopsis? Yeah. Boring. Yeah. Boring oh, would absolutely. be yeah. It's, uh, it's something. It's something. It, it basically, it's, it, it, one thing it did well, and we'll get to that, but it's, uh, basically about a lonely video game addict that's new to the online world of Azana, this World of Warcraft-esque MMORPG. And she don't forget the VR part. Yeah, and it's completely in VR. And she stumbles into a secret area of the game that no one knows about, and meets a group of other players. And yeah, <laughs> yeah, just, just a yeah. Shoo, man. This had potential, and one of the things that it does well is it does show how real-life friendships can grow out of online social interaction. That's what it shows it poorly, do. though. <laughs> I was like, what it shows poorly, though, is everything else. Everything fucking else. <clears throat> this so something this that, was... Something that really fucking annoyed me with this show is how badly it shows mental illness. Yes. Generally speaking, when mental illness is a component in a uh, in in a story, it's done in a way that allows the viewer to comprehend that mental illness. What this show does is it shows mental illness in a facet that does not behoove people with mental illness. One of the characters, uh, the I can't think of her name. She's the love interest of the main character. Uh, the, well, the main, the main reason for the main character. T- 
Tess? Okay. Tess, yeah. Um, She has, like, I want to say schizophrenia. They don't come out and say what she uh, suffers from. It's alluded that, you know, through her screen name of Mania, that she is a manic depressive, a.k.a. Manic, bipolar. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah, I gotcha. And, you know, they were really hitting home. Oh, you need to take your lithium. Don't forget your lithium. Be sure to drink your Ovaltine. I mean, you know. <laughs> well, how, how else is she lithium in to get it? the Dakota ring? Yeah, exactly. Uh, a Dakota just, ring just, is what you need for some of this horse shit. Yeah, it was just hmm. it was just really poorly like conveyed in that fashion. Oh, pardon me. The other thing that I think really fucking bothered me was how um how bad the video game aspect of it was shown too. Yeah, it was terrible. Yeah, the trailer presented this as like, okay, there's this rich VR world where anything can happen. But let's hang out next to a fucking yeah. lake the whole movie. Let's all sit here on our asses next to this imaginary lake and talk. That's... Blah. Yeah, it was... Oh, fucking Christ. You know, as, <sighs> as, as gamers ourselves, you know, it's like, oh, okay, let's see how well they can do with this. They did poorly. They, they, as I mentioned, they did show... Uh, one thing is, you know, the only good thing was the... Friendships that can be built through online social interaction from a gaming community or other. But that was it. Everything else about the game, it was just really vanilla. But even even in that fashion, Josh, like it, it didn't it didn't do it very well. Like no, the most no. interaction the most interaction the main character had outside of this group of weirdos was the one friend that she combated with. Um mm -hmm. it never showed more than that. It just that one friend. And and then mm -hmm. it was it was the group of people who are having problems in their real life. Like the guy was like, that was another thing about the VR situation that really fucking was stupid. Was like, I'm sorry, VR headsets don't look like they put a phone in a cardboard box and strapped it to their face. That's not how VR s fucking systems work. That's not what makes them immersive. Yeah, you fucking you fucking Neanderthals. Like at least fucking spend a little bit of the budget on making that not look like garbage. But the other thing that really fucking just made it so boring was that there are these long, arduous shots of nothing. Of absolutely nothing. Like, move on with the goddamn story. Stop having moments where two characters are standing in a room staring at each other for 10 to 15 fucking seconds. Why? Yeah, Why does it exist? It, You're not helping very, out your story. This movie, it, this would have been, the six episode fucking thing could have been a movie. A two-hour movie, and it would have been so much better. And I, that's arguable, because Jesus Christ, the story sucks. It definitely was very, very slow in the way that it moved. And to be fair, this I'm group of fat players... I'm fucking I run faster than this show moves. <laughs> the, the, this group of players, you know, to be included amongst them, had to be invited. That was that was the rule. The only rule you had to be invited. And this this group, they all have something about them. They're all severely depressed or have something 
really severely fucked up going on in their lives. Like the, the first time you really kid. see this, the first time you really see this is the one guy who takes off his headset, um, and you can hear like his parents arguing in the background. Yes, yes, and you see, okay, he's using this as an escape, and they also have these uh, sensory bands that they put around their necks that can, in a sort of odd haptic feedback kind of situation. Oh. Can Josh, cause feelings of pleasure or pain. Before you continue, that was something that that fucking annoyed me to no end about mm-hmm. the that 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 feedback pain sensor shit mm-hmm. was uh when why in the VR space why does it have to show the neckband around? Is that for visual reference yeah. to let us know they have it on? Because we know they fucking have it on. Yeah. Also, if was... in the real world, it's a horseshoe that goes from the front of their neck and doesn't connect at the back, yet in the VR Why space, it it's the other way around. in the around. VR space the other way around, yep. Oh, yeah. this movie consistency, is so the Consistency in the show was a bad thing. But yeah, these, these people Oh, have... also acting. They can't act. None of them can fucking act. Yeah, the guy who did the best acting in the show was the guy who was playing a bad actor in the show, who wasn't even a player of the game. He was just the flatmate of the main character. And he was the quote unquote connection to the real world, which I'm like, there was already plenty of that, but thanks. Yeah. Yeah. This. This one was. uh... Such a so weird... basically, the the antagonist of the story, this Adrian, who is in charge of this group, he's he has promised all these outcasts, these social outcasts, these misfits, these people with the terrible home lives, that he's going to take them to this wonderful place where they'll never have to worry about anything ever again if they just you know stick with him. And he'll get them through it all. And one by one, he's basically manipulating them into giving up. Like he talks the one guy into killing himself. You know, he he makes this chasm in the VR world and he steps off of it. And in, in real life, he steps off the top of his apartment building. And, you know, kills himself. Which was such a weird thing to me to watch because... Why, if you're going to commit suicide inside a VR space, why drop off of something that, like, it's the same fucking thing. You're not looking at anything different. <laughs> like, why would, mm. why? I don't, if you're going to walk off the edge of your building in real life in a VR space, why not create a space within the VR space that's more pleasant than dropping off into the, an abyss? It did, None of it makes sense. <laughs> If this VR space is your escape from your shit life, why not create a space that's pleasant as you kill yourself? I don't get it, Josh. <laughs> and that that was another thing. It's just like this VR world that you can do anything in. It's like, eh, they don't really do shit. It's terrible. Oh, God. This this was so bad. My and life I is so bad. I was sitting next to this lake and talk to a bunch of assholes. Like, what? The yeah, fucking yeah. what? I just... <sighs> It was, it was, it was bad. There's not a ton to talk about with this show. Like, there's so much awful. 
I, yeah. I, the the and soundtrack is very, bad. The acting is bad. The cinematography is bad. Everything's boring and bland and gray and dumb and long shots up. of artsy fartsy fucking shots that make no goddamn sense and don't fit anything. If you're gonna make an artsy thing, make a goddamn movie so people don't have to sit for fucking six hours watching your garbage. Yeah, I'm sorry, Tommy Josh. Wiseau. I hated this show. <laughs> like yeah, this, I, it's this... at this point where I'm almost done talking about it. We're gonna move on to <laughs> grading it soon. I mean, you know, we can go ahead. That's fine. I mean, there wasn't a lot to say about it other than, oh, you know, this guy, he's manipulating these players to, you know, fulfill his sick and twisted desires. Here's the one thing that made just the absolute most sense. When he has captured the main character, Layla, and he's got her imprisoned, and she's in the VR world, and he's got her... Hooked up to an IV so she'll stay alive so he can keep her in there. And he's given this villainous soliloquy as, you know, to why he does all this. And she just decides to strip naked in the VR world. And she's like, oh, you're doing this because you're obsessed with me. It's because you love me. Look at my naked body. And that's what breaks her free. I'm like, all right, Jesus Christ, when is this horse shit done? <laughs> oh my here's, god. Here's this another is thing about that whole here's another thing about that whole scenario that confounds me is that in the beginning of the movie or sorry, show, because Jesus Christ. Um, in the beginning of the show, when uh uh Mania finds Layla or Leah, whatever, Layla. and tells Adrian about her, Adrian says, Are you sure she's the one? Where the fuck did that thread go? Oh, yeah, the group, they called themselves Red Pill. And she's like, Red Pill, what does that mean? And she looks up the significance of it. And as soon as they said Red Pill, I was like, oh, well, there's an obvious, you know, nod to the Matrix. And then the Wikipedia entry of the Matrix, the Red Pill and the Blue Pill. And I was like, oh, my God, really? (laughs) Spell it out. I was like, yep, yep. We've all watched The Matrix. Let's move the fuck on. <laughs> this this show was a steaming pile of horseshit. It was really bad. I'm moving on to grades, Josh, and I'm giving it a fucking big fat F. A big fatty fat F. There was nothing right. redeemable with this show. I could not stand it. I, I'm glad I have video games. <laughs> because I was playing video games while watching it. As I was like, I gotta do something to stimulate my mind, because this is atrocious. So I hated yeah. it. There was nothing there to me there was nothing that that was even kind of like ooh like everything annoyed me about this show. And I tried, I tried to find something enjoyable, but there just wasn't. There just absolutely wasn't. Everybody sucks at acting in the movie. Uh like you said the one guy was good and and he was, he was supposed to be playing a bad actor, which that was very ironic. Um mm-hmm. the VR space looked like a fucking um like, like if you're watching a cop show and they're like, oh, there's a VR thing, blah, 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 blah. And then you look at what they've created to simulate a video game. That's what that VR space looked like. And uh, and then, like, all of the character design, like, the, how the characters are supposed to be fleshed out, did never get fleshed out. None of it fucking mattered. Like, why why couldn't you have spent a little bit t- a little bit more time on exploring each character's psyche and then had the show at a faster pace? Why did the mm-hmm. show move at such a fucking slow pace? It didn't need to. Why? Why? Because you wanted to fucking make a cool Archie Archie shot in eighty times in every episode. You know what? No, 
no. No. It's bad. It's just bad. It's boring. It sucks. I hated it. F. You know, he's he's not wrong. It, it was a big steaming pile of F for me, too. I um, think this is our first double F. It is. It is. Well, it's the first time we've ever given a show on, on any of our shows. I think it's the first time we've ever given anything a flat-out F, and I'm giving both things an F today, so... It's it was the only the only saving grace of both shows was Paul Rudd. <laughs> I mean, I love Paul Rudd, but if I'm going to watch Paul Rudd that I enjoy something Paul Rudd in, I'm going to watch the Wet Hot American Summer stuff. That's on. Oh, Netflix. there's plenty. There's plenty to enjoy him in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, whoa, this this was bad. Uh, it it. The only thing that I felt that it did good was, you know, portraying how you can forge real friendships from online social interaction. Other than that, this was slow. I would argue six episodes at 45 minutes in length, and it felt like this took 10 hours to watch. I feel like there are. are way 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 better examples of me there are way there are way better examples and that's the thing that's the only thing this thing did remotely close to good people should have ready player one but that's a better example yeah yeah this is this this. don't waste your time with this show either (laughs) either either fucking like i if there's a title for this episode let's just call it the f episode Get that F out of these shows. (laughs) Thank God, thank God, Josh, it was only six episodes and a movie. Because, hot damn, I might have just canceled this episode, but like, we're doing something else because I can't handle this shit. You know, one of the things we do, you know, we try to be objective as possible. We really Um, do. Like I said, I I genuinely tried to find the... I really genuinely tried to find the, the, the redeeming factor in Kiss Me First, and they're just... That's another thing. Where the fuck does that title come from? Why not call the fucking show Oksana? What? <laughs> or whatever the fucking name of the place that they were hanging out in. I have no idea. I have the no Kiss idea. Me First thing makes very, very little sense. It was... It's bad. It's bad. Yeah. Anyway, we should probably just talk about something else because we're just gonna keep shitting on this show. That 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 can just lead to other complications. You know, might have to consult a doctor if you have that problem. Continual Netflix would, defecation. Netflix would do best to amputate amputate it from their list. Okay, uh, you're you're trying. You're trying. It's cute. I hurt my I hurt my shoulder stretching for that one. Um, so would you say you were stumped and trying to come up with a good joke nice. about amputation? Nice. Anyway, um, <laughs> let's do our let's do our little end bit where we talk about all our shit. Uh, oh, okay. Let's do that. Yeah, so I, because... I, so my shit this morning actually hasn't happened yet, so I can't really add too much. Wait, that's not the shit I'm talking about. Never mind. What? I was making a poop joke. Oh. Okay. <laughs> I thought you I said, were talking about... I said, let's talk about our shit, and then started talking about poop. That was the ha-ha-ha-ha-ha-ha, Greg's clever. I try. Yeah, I was just going to say, you know, 
where you at kind of thing. Where can they find us? I, I know. I know. <laughs> I, just totally derailed me there. Yeah, I, I did. Just, you, you threw me off. Normally, That's it's a, me throwing you off. True. Got you this time. This I probably got our audience, too. Listeners going, what the fuck is he doing? Guys, you can find me on Twitter. I'm probably on Twitter more than that. I've been actually uh, actively arguing with idiots who uh, think that comedy is not subjective. But other than that, uh, I have a, ten- a tendency to uh, just use Twitter, and that's at uh, ChubRockGeek. C-H-U-B-R-O-C-K-G-E-E-K. But uh, if you want to follow me on Instagram and Facebook, I also have accounts there under the same name. Also on Twitter, but I don't... Not Twitter, I'm sorry. Twitch. But I don't use it a ton. Because I stream on the Mission Star podcast page, which is twitch.tv slash missionstarp. There you'll find me doing a lot of Jackbox stuff. Mm -hmm. Uh, Actually, as a matter of fact... I was going to talk to you about this after the podcast, Josh, but I might as well bring it up now. Thursday or Friday, so the day that this goes up, which doesn't really help, uh, I'm going to be streaming a uh, a game that was uh, given to us by the company that made it. So, oh, or at least cool. I think I will. I haven't gotten the code yet. <laughs> Just kind of, Anthony's got to help me out with that part. But he, uh, he messaged me and he was like, yeah, the company wants to give us a code for you to stream. I'm like, all right, let's do it. Yes. But usually, guys, nine times out of ten, if I'm streaming on Twitch, Josh is in Discord, having conversations, talking to the chat. Uh, we tr- mm-hmm. Josh and I both try really, really hard to be as interactive with the chat as we can, just because it is the worst going to a Twitch channel and having the streamer just kind of ignore chat. Yeah, yeah. Oh, exactly. It's like, that's, the, that's half of the point of going to Twitch. But, um... Or a, or a streamer getting upset because he was distracted by his chat and couldn't pull off a task in a game because of it. I'm just like, really? Oh, my God. You know, it's it's built to be a social a- atmosphere. Get over yourself. That's asking a lot. Um, but, uh, but yeah, that's I think that's about it on the places you can find me. Yeah. What, about, what about you, you Josh? Oh, they can find me here in this wheelchair for the time being. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, on on Twitter, my username is at nsabanwer1976. That's E-N-S-A-B-A-H-N-U-R-1976. And I do use Instagram, but not very much, so I'm not going to promote it right now. <laughs> <laughs> but as for, as for the podcast, and yes, I supposedly still have a Twitch channel, but I've not streamed on it since January, and it's July. So, who knows? Uh, streaming has not been a priority for me of late. Uh, not until at least you can just get... Just got a lot going not on. Listen, uh, not until at least you can get a better, more comfortable seat for your computer area. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, originally earlier in the year, I was going to redo the whole back room and move my setup and everything, and I was going to have like a whole podcasting studio streaming slash gaming area and uh then i had to go and lose a leg so you know that's been put on hold. <laughs> that old chestnut so that's that old chestnut yeah yeah but hey it'll happen eventually you can find us at all com. uh if you want to send us an email send it to all up podcast at gmail.com and at the 
podcast website itself, there is a link on the left-hand side of the page for all of our audio location, Radio Public, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, iTunes, Podbean. Uh, you know, it also has our YouTube channel, which I promise by the next time we publish a new episode, I will have the YouTube channel caught up. It's just things have been really busy here, and I haven't devoted time into creating the YouTube videos for the past several episodes. Um, that's on me, you know. There's just a lot been going on. Well, I mean, uh, but that's yeah. part that's part of the thing we we're talking about about why we were doing like such short shows or movies is because we are busy. I'm lucky that the, yeah, Tom, Tom has been a factor, especially this month. Yeah, uh, I mean, I'm lucky that this next upcoming few weeks is are going to be very, actually pretty slow. Which brings me to the next thing I wanted to talk about real quick is our two shows that we're going to watch next week. We're going to do a uh, a documentary series that actually looks pretty interesting called Dark Tourist. Where a guy basically mm-hmm. uh, goes to locations that are tourist touristy locations, but they're macabre. Macabre is that the right word? Macabre. 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 I'm an idiot. They, uh, yeah, a lot of the places he goes to are not what you would consider a tourist trap, but they are touristy trappy places. And it looks fascinating, and it's really popular on YouTube right now. Not uh, YouTube. I'm sorry, on Netflix. So we wanted to watch it, and then Josh brought up. Another show that I have to watch a th- three seasons of a total, which turns the tables on what we normally do here, where I pick a show that Josh has not watched and he has to watch two whole seasons. Yeah, take that, see? Yeah. <laughs> or to the Black Season 6. <laughs> uh, I will be able to watch all of it before we record. At least I hope so. Yeah, if anything changes in that regard, Josh, on Orange is the New Black, I'll let you know. We might have, we might have to delay that until the next, next episode. Mm-hmm. But if we do have to delay Orange is the New Black and come up with another show to watch or review, we will let you guys know on our social media accounts, be it Facebook, Twitter, what have you. That way, you know, Josh, we should start a newsletter. Do we have enough content to start a newsletter? I mean, that's something we can discuss. We'll figure that out after the summer. How about that? Yeah, yeah. Let us know, guys, on our social media if you want a newsletter. Starting anything. There you go. We, then we can figure that out from there. If, if a newsletter sounds like something stupid to all you, we'll, we'll forget about it. And for those of you out there wondering, what in the hell's a newsletter? Well, stay tuned for more. <laughs> Suddenly we become uh, the, the news organizations at, in um, uh, Starship Troopers. Would you like to know more? <laughs> I love that movie. I do too. Movie Roughnecks for Life! <laughs> I've watched it a gazillion times. Adore it. Uh... Oh, yeah. But, guys, I think that's about it. I don't know if there's anything else we can... You're tapped. You're mentally drained. You're just tapped out. You're like, I was I mentally drained after watching these say. two fucking awful shows. Yeah, they were bad. Yeah, people don't waste your time with these. So I'm kind of happy we're doing Orange is the New Black because I don't mind watching three seasons of that show. Yeah, yeah. I've t- I just have to be diligent about watching them, so that's all. Yeah, you know, watch a few episodes a day. And you're good. Yeah, that's that's the plan. That's literally the plan. We have a product, guys, that you can buy that actually makes you a better person. And that's our t-shirts. <laughs> <laughs> Was that too short? Uh, you, you, here's the thing, though. Here, here's, here's the thing, though. If you wear one of the all queued up shirts and you've got tweets that are 10 years old, <laughs> you're still not going to get fired from your job. <sighs> Just saying. Ha, 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 ha.
I hate I hate uh, it so much. I hate that people don't yeah, know the difference. Yeah. Oh, I know, I know, I know. But hey, thirty dollars ship size is small up to five X, and just email us and let us know what size you want. And it's a one hundred percent a gilded cotton black shirt with the all queued up. Uh, artwork on the front. Yeah. And I think that's it, man. Yeah, I mean, we're, we have wrung this there wasn't towel a, of... We've beaten the shit out of this dead horse. There you go. I mean, that's probably a better analogy than what I was going with, or metaphor. Yeah. But yeah, yeah guys, I think that, that honestly, that's going to be it. So, so again, next podcast, in two weeks' time, we will be talking about the documentary series Dark Tourist, which would be our first documentary, which uh, Not really. might set up... What's that? No. Well, toys that made us. Oh, that's fucking right. I totally fucking spaced on that. Which, by the way, speaking of that, did you see that they released uh, the next four episodes? Mm-hmm. Or the next four topics? Yep. And, and three of those I said were... Three of the ones I said are absolutely on the show. I'm really excited about the Turtles uh, and Power Rangers ones because those are toys see, I, I bought. I didn't think they would. <laughs> I didn't think. I didn't think they would do Power Rangers yet, and they are. So yeah, well, the I was two? wrong about was, that. Uh, but I did get. I did uh, My Little Pony, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Power Rangers, and uh, wrestling. That's toys. right. Yeah, wrestling. Ooh, I forgot. I'm excited about wrestling toys. See, that's the thing is, I'm really glad they're doing My Little Pony just because it's it's that Hello Kitty and uh, Barbie episodes, you know, like those toys that we didn't buy as kids. That I'm I'm really fascinated to see how where that goes. But I'm I'm really happy the show is like really is popular enough to where Netflix just keeps fucking like yeah, just keep going, keep going until you don't have any more content. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm loving it, you know, uh, you know, and we've we've been fortunate enough to interview Brian Volkless twice for the show and at least fortunate enough to keep at least one of the audio recordings, <laughs> but, uh, big shout out to him and the whole crew over at the toys that made us. I'm really happy and looking forward to season three and hopefully we'll be able to sit down and chat with him about that. Yeah. Yeah. And, and actually get it recorded this time. Um, yeah. Oh God. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, so, Dark Tourist, Orange is the New Black Season 6, which is going to be an interesting conversation because it's six seasons. Like, we're going to talk primarily about Season 6, but since we've never talked about it on the show, we do have to cover it. Guys, again, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for being here. Really appreciate you guys listening. Uh, any interactions you guys have with us on social media are fantastic. Um, even if you disagree with us, I think it's awesome. We, we love opinions here. We love hearing your opinions. If you think our opinion is is misguided or incorrect, please let us know, because that's a conversation we'd love to have with you. So again, thank you so much for hanging out with us, for listening to us, and we will see you next week. Not next week. We'll see you next episode. Why do I do that? Take care, everybody. <laughs>